What's up, Unleash You fam? It's the Unleash You podcast number. You know we don't do that. Today, the topic, the question received, right, which is a fantastic question, one of my favorites. Uh, when we got it, I was actually kind of stunned, uh, and it made me really think because what mine used to be isn't what it is anymore. So the question of the, today's podcast was, what's the biggest skill you have developed to push through the struggles and to dominate goals? I might have changed the wording a little bit. Just I like to be that honest. wording, though. Just, just to be honest, I've changed there. the wording a little bit because I felt it better fit for when I really figured out how I wanted to address it, it better fit. But the question was pretty much, uh, it was a two-tone. One was, how do you, what skill do you think is most important to achieve goals? And the other one was to push through struggles and pain and adversity. So I kind of combined them into one because it made sense for what we were doing or what I was saying rather than address yeah. each separately, which you can if you like. I agree with the reason. Thanks. So what would be your answer to that question? What's the biggest skill you've developed? I like the wording of it, skill you developed, because you can develop these things. Like you, yeah. I think all too often we're like, you're born with this or, you know, you were naturally given this gift and you're a natural, you just have this or you don't have it. And I feel like that's a lie. I feel like we could develop things and a skill set that you, you keep developing. It's like a basketball player. The first time you picked up a basketball, you were probably not very good at it. And right. then yeah. as you play it longer and you develop the game, it, you become better at it. So I like the wording where it says, what skill can you develop that helps you achieve goals or dominate goals and also to push through, right? The struggle, which I also like the wording because you have, there has to be a certain struggle. There has to be a certain resistance. There has to be, there's going to be pain. There's going to be bad days. Like there's going to be hard times. You're going to have to go through those things because that's how you develop muscle. That's it's. And I'm not talking about the muscle where it's like, I have a beach bod, but it's that muscle that, so when things are going astray, I have that strength to get through it. With that mental muscle. Right. There you yeah. go. I like that mental muscle. Ride that one out to the end. <laughs> I sure will. <laughs> All right. So what, what do you think the skill is that you've developed over time that makes it, that helps you go through the struggle and also uh, dominate goals? Sure. And then first hearing this, I, I kind of, at first, my uh, instinct was to go to uh, something temporary. You know, like I wanted to be good at this one thing, so I, I got good at it, and then it's helped me succeed in that. And uh, It moves through a lot of different things, but I think my most useful, most developed skill comes down to just not feeling like I shouldn't feel like an idiot. <laughs> um, uh, not really worrying about that in the in the grand scheme. Poor me things because we all have that in traffic. You're you're passing by somebody and they've been they've been just going way too slow for way too long, and you're right behind them and you decide to give them that look because they've been bugging you for miles, right? That kind of thing it happens occasionally, but um, but the uh, the the ability to take a concept and learn. You know, just shut up and learn uh, when I'm in especially an arena where I know nothing or even better, an arena where I know a little bit and I could really benefit from some knowledge from somebody who's a little more experienced or somebody who's 
just a little bit smarter than I am. Whatever it comes down to, I could always learn. <laughs> He's pointing to himself. I don't know if that's on the recording. It's definitely not on the podcast. <laughs> He's pointing to himself for smarter. Uh, humility. It's not a thing we have in this office. <laughs> we, uh, but when when I when I consider what um, what puts me over the top in a lot of circumstances, it's that at some point I was willing to just come clean and say, "Hey, I'm not smart enough for this. Please teach me." Or, you know, I'm not smart enough for this. I need to listen when somebody's trying to teach me. Uh, I think that that's a clear number one winner for me for what's uh, equipped me for life in this. Interesting. Hmm. What do you think? I like the different angles (laughs) you kind of took on that. Uh, See, part of my success has been naysayers. How how do you mean? So part part of me going as hard as I did, especially earlier on, but still to a degree, has been the people that said I wouldn't be anything or wouldn't be able to do anything. Uh, I mean, if you, I know you know my story, uh, a lot of it at least. But part of my story has been the where you know I was born without the ability to hear, mm-hmm. and then at three years old, uh, luckily we moved, got a different doctor, and that doctor uh, put tubes in my ears and got I was on antibiotics for like nine months, and the infections that clogged my ears that closed the tunnels uh, opened up, and I could hear, and mm-hmm. but it put me behind in learn recognizing words and being able to talk or being able to read. Uh, and that lasted for years. So when I first went to school, I was like the dumb kid in the class, right? Like I failed right. third grade. Through no fault of your own. Right. I, I mean, sure. Uh, <laughs> I like, I love to give blame to everybody else. No, but uh, so I was a dumb kid in class. I failed third grade. Fifth grade, I would have to go back to third grade uh, reading classes because that was the reading level I was at. In middle school, my the principal literally told my parents to take me out of school and teach me a trade because I would never be able to do the course load or go to college. In high school, I was told I'd you know, like be dead or in jail by 21. That's, part, that's mostly because of me. That had very little to do with the, the learning. But it's those people that have, that have doubted me, those naysayers, those voices that were saying I wasn't good enough, for a while, I let that be truth. And then finally, when I was like, listen, I can do some things. Like I can do this. Those voices... I used as motivation. I used as fire. Right? I was, that was what was keeping me burning, was not to prove those right. And just like those voices that, you know, supported me along the way, like uh, uh, my mom's great support system, supported me my whole life, even though I gave her many reasons not to. All right, uh, those those people have also been motivation to me because I, I want to prove them right. I want to I want to show them that their their dedication and their belief in me was worth it. So it's, it's those voices that we, we say avoid, in a way, those voices give us a spark. They can if we yeah. don't let them hold as truth. So I don't let what someone else says be my truth, be my reality. But I will say if you doubt, like if, if someone says, like when I said I want to do this, it's, you know, I, just like you, yeah. I had different business, I had different way of wor- uh, work and life. And all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Uh, I want to do this thing. I want to. I want to coach. I want to speak. I. I, I want to try to. You know, inspire and motivate uh, through my story. Uh, I had people that were close to me were like, "Oh, dude, come on! Like, you, you couldn't even talk until you were five. Like, now yeah. you're going to talk to everybody." I said, "Good. I have time to make up. Like, 
now I talk so much because I have to make up for the time I missed. But it's even those voices, as much as, you know, I, I hear and it wasn't the first time I heard block out the noise, block out the noise. I even said something. I did a podcast a while back on Unleash You about blocking the noise. But it's blocking the noise from being your reality, in my opinion. Yeah. Block the noise from being your reality. But if you can use that for something good, why not? Right. Uh, so if, if those people saying you are not good enough strikes more matches in your fire, keeps it lit and burnt or burning longer, use it. My, my, use anything you need to push you closer to your goals and desires, your dreams, uh, your mountaintop, as we talked about. So as much as I want to say ignore it, I have to say unless – I would say ignore it to the point where it's not your reality. So if someone says you're not good enough, that's not true. You're only not good enough if you make yourself not good enough. Yeah. Right? Like whatever whatever limit you set on yourself, that's you. Like no one else can put a limit on you. They can say it, but they can't do it. Only you can do it. But if you use those words as motivation, go for it. Like. If, you, if that keeps you going, if that makes you be able to wake up early or stay up late to go after something you really want to prove something, and I'm not saying that that can be the whole fire. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I don't want people to think that can be your whole motivation. Your why better be stronger than someone said something about you, right. I hope. Right? Because if not, how strong is that why? Yeah, because people are going to say all sorts of things, positive and negative. Right. But at times, you can use that to push you harder or further and, and, and keep going, right? Closer to your goals, right? Look at that the office. Yeah. Why, why? The, the office phone is ringing? You're actually going. That's cute. My answer to this was, and if you didn't hear the question that was asked, the question that was asked was about what do you do, uh, what's your skill that you've developed to push through hardships and to achieve goals? And mine is being able to move through things faster. So uh, we were having this kind of debate earlier, and I said, you're not, you're not a robot. Neither one of us are, right? We're not robots. So the idea of, like, don't let things bother you. What? Like, don't, don't ever feel different emotions. Like, no, you're supposed to feel emotions. You're a human. You're supposed to go through these things, unfortunately, sometimes. But it's, it's part of the journey. Uh, it's, you can't enjoy, you know, happy if you didn't know pain. You wouldn't know the difference. You wouldn't be able to experience it. And also, it does something to our fabric when we experience it. It does something to our DNA. And I don't mean literal DNA. I mean the sure. DNA of you being able to go through things. So you experience something you enjoy and you know you, you enjoy it and you want more of that. You experience pain. You're like, oh, I need to be stronger to be able to get through this. Mm-hmm. But it's to me, I used to hang on to things so long. Uh, you know, the story of my brother who uh, committed suicide when I was 12 years old. It's with him. It's like, you know, I hung on to that for years, like literally like a decade. Right? Like, yeah. uh, I hung on to that for a decade. That made me like me against the world mentality. That made me want to. That made me angry. That made me want to fight. That made me want to like to show the world that they couldn't affect me in that way. You know, losing my pops as a teenager. It made me. It made me angry. Like losing some friends when I was younger. It made it made me where it was me against the world. It was like Tupac. I always say it yeah. was my thing when I was young. It's because it was the me against the world mentality. 
and it made me angry. It made me rebel. It made me do stupid things, right? It didn't make me. I chose to stay right. stuck in it. And I think as I got older and I started developing the skill of being able to move on and move through. So it's not ignoring when I feel pain. It's not ignoring when I feel anger, right? Because I'm a human. I still feel these things, right. right? So it's not ignoring that feeling. It's being able to embrace that feeling, see what it is, and get through it. Right? Take it in for what it was and move. It's not take it in, hold it, hold it, hold it, or try to ignore it. Right? Try to ignore it, try to ignore it, try to ignore it. It's keep putting pressure, pressure. But I can't, if this is putting pressure on me from this way and I'm ignoring it, this way is blocked for me. Mm-hmm. I can't move it through. Go away. I'm not, if I'm not going through it, I'm not going that way. So that means I'm limiting myself. I'm holding myself back from a way I can grow and get better or see another opportunity or another gift, right? And it took me a while, but someone asked me a question like three years ago, and I think that's when I really started to see my progress in it, was I stopped looking at all the loss I experienced, and I started looking at the gifts I had that I experienced, those people in my life for the time I had them in my life, or the things I had at the time I had, rather than seeing, oh, you know, the poor me, Right? I'm the victim because this happened to me in my life and thinking that everybody's going to experience those and they're all going to be in their, their own ways. And it's not to judge who was worse and who was better. Right. Like, right. oh, yours it was easier than mine. Like what? Like that's just your thought. I could think something isn't that big, but you can. And, and it doesn't matter what I think because it's affecting you. So I think my the biggest skill I developed is being able not to try to ignore, not try to block, but embrace what happens. Right. Good or bad. Yeah. I was like, I have that. That one night rule, you win, mm-hmm. celebrate the win for a night, right? You lose more than the loss for a night, but then you got to keep moving. Yep. And it's not saying you'll be over it. I mean, there's sure. some things that have, I'll, I'll never be over, but I learned to live with, go through, and keep moving forward with, right? Because I think it's foolish to be like, oh, you experienced this traumatic event or this hardship or this death in your, in your, that's someone you really cared about and loved. Well, you know, keep going, man. Move on. (laughs) Uh, No, that's stupid. Like, that's not real. It's now I've experienced that and I can move, I can go through it while living with it and still trying to be the best me, living the best life I can live for myself and the people around me, that my inner circle, the people that associate themselves with me. And I think that's where I started making real progress in going towards goals and not getting stuck and some of the hard times and the struggles I went through is because I made that, that choice. I'm not going to ignore this. I'm going to take it. All right. That hurts. All right. That sucks. It's not a good time. It's not, it's not pleasant, but I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace the suck. All right. It's one of the chapters in the new book. Embrace the suck. I'm going to, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to move. I'm going to keep moving forward because one thing I've learned way too much in life, and I'm sure other people have, many of us have, is that this all ends. It ends mm-hmm. for either the people around us or ourselves. And it's, I want to make as many of those memories, as many of those moments, with the people that I care about the most, as much as I can. Because I know at some point that's all going to cease. And the longer I stay stuck in something, the less of those memories and moments I'll have or they'll have. So I think that's what's really got me where I've achieved more and I can achieve more because I'm not staying stuck in these moments. Yeah. Me personally. 
I, uh, I especially like there was a, a part in the beginning there where you were getting uh, very stoic uh, in your uh, in your explanation, and I'll I'll explain it better so it doesn't sound like what you normally hear stoicism because um, some of you know I I subscribe to a more mystic stoicism. Uh, I go back to a lot of older books and uh, Marcus Aurelius and all that stuff. But the uh, idea of stoicism isn't just being deadpan and not responding to anything. The idea of it is that your response to it makes sense when you're considering that thing. So you're not looking at you're not looking at it like, oh, well, this thing happened to me three years ago, and this happened today, so I'm gonna blow up because this small thing happened today that reminded mm-hmm. me of the past. Mm-hmm. It's all responding in the moment how it's appropriate to respond, uh, and that's how I try to live my life. And I, I mean, I think it's the best way, or I would be different. Um, so, so how I, many people you know, right? Mm-hmm. That's you know still telling a story from the past years ago. Yeah. Right. Every I'll, time, like you got to understand, I, this happened to me a few years ago, so this is how I'm responding today. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense anymore. Right. All that does is saying I'm I'm held back by this thing that happened. Right. Not I'm not saying forget it. Right. I'm not saying act yeah. like it didn't happen. It's that. The fact that it did, and I went through what I went through, whatever it is that you went through, mm-hmm. and but I'm still going forward. I'm still living that life. I'm still seeking the goals or whatever the mountaintop I see or want. I'm still seeking those things, even though these things have happened to me and in my yeah. life or the people I know about, et cetera. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think if you're not considering your past, I mean, into who it makes you, then what the point was, what is the point in even having it? You know, mm-hmm. you may as well have amnesia. Then <laughs> You're not a full person if you're not allowing those older things to be a part of you as a person, but you can't act as if it happened yesterday or today. All right. it's, uh, I, you were on to some at the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. And then you kind of went the ways you go. I go places. You do. You are. You are a traveling man. The, but you said it's one of the questions people always ask. Why'd this happen? Right? Yeah. Why would this happen to me? I deserve better. I earn better. Like, this isn't fair. Right? We, everybody's heard those. Every, everybody mm-hmm. knows somebody, and probably everybody's been that person. It's like, why would this happen? And I think part of that is it's answering that question, why it happened, is important. Now, there's, there's no, it's not the, this is why this happened. But this happened, regardless. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get this out of this. Right. Right? Like, I'm going to get strength from this. What, or what I'm going to get wisdom get for this. Right? Or I'm going to get, you know, right? Or, I, or I'm going to get uh, a deeper why or understanding of myself or my life purpose or my goal. I'm going to stole your microphone. Don't do right? it. I, it, it's. It's almost making a why or making a this happened, so I'm going to get this or I'm going to grow this way or I'm going to develop this because I'm not going to just let this happen for nothing. For example, my brother, right? Talk about my brother. My brother passed away, took his own life years and years ago, the JPFMF. So it wasn't going to be why my brother do this. Nothing came out of this, right? It was going to be my brother. This happened, right? And now there's a nonprofit that helps 
kids from three, four years old to adults and, and, and as high as you can get that's alive mm-hmm. that need something. All right, like that are counseling, motivating, right? That are educating people still because this happened. So right. this isn't the why it happened, right? Maybe, maybe not. I just don't, I I don't mean, see it that way. Yeah, but this bad. is what we're going to do because this happened. So rather than being stuck in it, which that's an easy thing to be stuck in. No, we're gonna, this is going to turn into something that we can say, all right, like, this is what became of this, right? It rose from the ashes. We all have, and if we want to do something great, which we're all capable of doing something great. I, recently, I've been very annoyed by the people like, not everybody's meant to do something great. I think that's stupid. I, think we're, I don't think we're, you know, it's some natural selection from before we're born. It's like, you're meant to do something perfect. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, cool. You, not so much, <laughs> right? Like, I don't think that's how it works. I think we all have the capabilities. Are we willing to go through it? Are we willing to perfect our craft? Are we willing to be dedicated to it for long enough? And there's not a time frame. It's not like, dude, you do this for three weeks, and man, you're going to be great at it. Like, that's, that's BS. That's not real. Amazing, though. All right. It's going to take time. To do greatness, it takes time. Sistine Chapel took how long to paint? Long time. Years. Years. Exactly. It takes years to master a craft. Right? So whatever your craft is. And listen, I'm not saying... Greatness is only one thing. You know me. It's not what you do. It's how you do what you do. That's one of my big things in the speeches I give. Right? And I firmly believe that. If you're a cook, if that's your masterpiece, perfect that craft. Perfect it. Because, right, let's do the food truck we have. It's one of our companies. It's that, that, that bite can remind them of something bigger or better or take them out of a place that has them stuck or just feeling not so great. And it's your gift can do that. You have to develop it. You have to yeah. want to. You have to look for it. You have to seek what makes your heart leap. Right? Yeah. Put that together. All right? But you have to seek what makes your heart leap. That's going to be my quote for today. I love it. That's right? a really good one. Thank you. And, and that's where you get that oomph. That's when you find your, like, when you really find your why, and then you really focus on where, what you're going to do with that why, good Lord, I don't know what can stand in your way. Man, uh, that actually really reminds me of the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. quote. Uh, if you're a sweet, a sweep, see, now this is a tongue twister too. <laughs> if you're a street sweeper, sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures. Damn right. <laughs> I used to tell the team, my coach, I don't care if you're a bum, be the best damn bum there is. That's right. Like my thing is whatever you think your calling is, your gift is, whatever it is you focus on doing that you think that's what really gets you going. And I hope that's what you're in. That's the career path or profession you decide to go in because I think that's the only way to max out this life is by doing something that makes your heart leap. When you find that, go all out in it. Go all in. Like Be the guy at the table that just pushes the chips in and is willing to go with the battle how long it could be. But if you stop, you will not succeed. The only chance you have is to keep going. That's the only way you can succeed is to keep going. And the only surefire way to not succeed is to quit. Right. Right, it's like when people ask me, oh, if I keep going, I'll succeed. I'm like, well, probably. Like, or <laughs> yeah. you won't know you didn't. Yeah. The only right. chance you have right. is to the keep going. The only chance you have is to keep going and go for it. Right. So many times we live in that fear. Oh, goodness, if I leave this job, what happens? Or if I open my own bit, or if I really follow what I care about or what my heart tells me I should do, what will happen to me? Or what if I lose this pay or I lose these benefits? And I, I would, like, what happens? Like, did you always have that pay? Did you always have that benefits? Did you make it? Like, uh, 
I don't know. Like, I don't think there's a lightning bolt that comes down and gets you when you're when you do something like that. Now, I'm not saying quit your job today and run. <laughs> like, right. I'm not saying that. Be smart about it. If if that's how you do, if you want to quit your job today and run, go for it. I mean, yeah. but be willing. Be understand and accept. There's going to be a struggle to do mm-hmm. something great. There's a struggle not to do something great. Right. Life is hard. Right? Like, <laughs> listen, like, I, I lost people I cared about when I wasn't trying to do anything good. Right? right? Like, I was a punk, and I was, I was losing people that I cared about, and I was going through pain. I was going through struggle. I was going through the resistance. I didn't understand it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I feel like I have a better understanding of it. But if, it, if, you're, if I'm going to get that crab either way, I might as well get that crab going for something I really care about and love and want to do. Right. My opinion. At least you get to wake up in the morning. And actually provide something to the world. Right. And make the world a better place because you were in it that next day. Right. So it's how quick can you get stuck in those situations that you don't know mm-hmm. about. Your car breaks down. Your bank account's overdrawn. Uh, a heating bill comes. A, a loss of someone you care about. A breakup. A friendship. Relationship. Uh, anything. Uh, getting fired from your job. Whatever it is. How quick can you accept that that happened, right? Take it. Learn right, from take it. That hit. Right. You got to take it. Don't try to dodge it, deflect right. it, because it'll still be there. Take it, grow from it, learn from it, and move forward from it. The quicker you can do that, the better off and the closer you'll be to one, getting through, and two, dominating the goals in which you set. My opinion. Man, I, think, <laughs> I think we got that. <laughs> awesome. Unleash yeah. You podcast. Thank you so much to the fam. This one, the topic. What was the conver- What was the question again? You probably don't even know. What's the What's biggest, the biggest skill, skill? Nice. You've developed. Oh, you're reading it. Too. The, the <laughs> skill you've developed to push through the struggles and to dominate goals. And as always, peace, love, and happiness. Unleash you, fam.